player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 169 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. <laughs> Come on, we won't be able to do this for another like two years. Nice. Nice. <laughs> As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother. From my brother, show one. How are we doing? He's back. I'm tan. I'm not tan. You're not. <laughs> if you didn't know, this is the two. If this is the first time you're seeing us, and if you didn't know, whatever, this is the two-player co-op podcast. We're just about every week. Actually, <laughs> except for the last couple months. months. It'll be every week now. Two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games. If you like that, make sure you go to YouTube.com slash two-player co-op. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like. I don't do the thing. I'm, because, out, of, I'm out of sorts. Yeah. I went to like say slash, but I don't need to do that. No, you don't no. need to do the slash. I'm out of practice. But go over there. Hit the like button. Hit Hit the share button with your friends and do the subscribe, share with friends, family, and everyone in between across the multiverse. Excuse me. <laughs> if you really like us, you can go to patreon.com slash two player co op. Slash it. No, I'm still doing it wrong. No, you did the slash because you said I keep slashing. I'm gonna do the just like gosh. It'll always be funner. Funner. <laughs> it's been a while since it's we've done since uh, just like since. Just like our two-player co-op producers Steve Appleton and Aunt Sue did, as well as our affiliates Logan Wilkinson and James Solar and our two-player co-op partner, the homie Matt Mitchell. Didn't you just record a week ago without me? Yeah. <laughs> so it hasn't but been But now long. you're here and I'm like, I'm not in the center. It's throwing me off. We've only recorded once in the last month. It's just, it's it's been it's too true. long. Um, we need to think of a bonus episode for February because the one that we put up was January. So it was just oh, a crap. week late. So yeah. I've got I've got some ideas. We've got that doc from forever ago. If you like merch, there's a document with podcast oh, ideas. Dot, like DOC. Yeah, not dot. No, I thought I heard doc like D-O-C-K. Oh, okay. We got that doc. I don't know. Like is a doc like a collection of. Put it on the docket. I think that's yeah. what I was thinking. Like that's a weird way to refer to it, but I it, get it now. Word doc. It's dot com. <laughs> uh, we have tw- twitch.tv slash two player underscore co-op if we ever <clears throat> do the thing over there. <sighs> Um, I had to do that myself last week and I went that way first and I was like, oh crap, no, it goes this way. But I made sure that in the magical word of world of editing that you it didn't show up. <laughs> no, <laughs> it didn't show up until I went back and did it the right way because it only knows to trigger when it goes. It's true. Magic of editing. Um, why'd you put that there? Oh, you damn it. You've got a keyboard. I was like, <laughs> wait, I'm looking at the wrong doc because my witty banter section says that Batman returns and he does, but we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> Sean has returned from his cruise. He's back. He cruised. He hung out with Joey fat one. Did yes. you wait? Did you get to meet him too? I did. You did. I did. Was that in one of the pictures Brittany put up? It Maybe was. I just, I don't know if she posted, if it. she did, then I just didn't recognize him because he's all gray now. He's got a, like a whole beard thing going on and, yeah. So Sean Man. went cruising with the Jokers. No, I didn't see that one. That I would have known that was him. Yeah. And he's wearing a hat that a says JF. JF. Good for him. That's like Tom Brady with his TB12 crap. You see these rumors? They're like he's not going to the Giants. I saw somebody put up. It was like New York Post or something. Their tweet was him in a Giants jersey. I was like, I don't. That's not funny at all. I saw something that said. Uh, I mean, again, just a rumor that said the Cowboys were going to trade Dak and then sign Brady. They, that would first be off, they can't trade him because he's not under contract. Well, maybe not. I guess maybe not trade or just let sign. him go. Yeah, yeah. maybe it's, let it go. That yeah. that would be the dump. That would be the most Cowboys move of all time. You've got a young 
really good, maybe great quarterback. We don't want to pay him. We'll pay the forty-five-year-old man instead. Go ahead. <laughs> I can't Cowboys. imagine they would. Do There's that, no but. way. They're they're not that stupid. I feel like everybody on that team would revolt. If this was five years ago, okay, I get it because Brady was still Brady. Brady's not Brady right now, but whatever. Yeah. Um. So you went cruising, USA. Went cruising. You went cruising, cruising Bahamas. Where, baby, I don't care. Just cruising. Long as you take me. There, oh my just cruising. God. That's all I remember. Wait, who was that? Who sang that? Ja Rule? No. J Lo? No. They what was oh they did that at the hip never mind. Just I don't know. Will Smith. I think that oh, was on the Big Willie Style. Big Willie Style album. Yeah, it wasn't one of the big ones. Okay, but yeah. Yeah. Five minutes later you went cruising. How was it? Uh I went cruising. It was a lot of fun. Uh it was the Impractical Jokers cruise. Um it was the most fun it was just I mean you've been on a cruise before it's it was still like a cruise but it was just so much more it had more of like a spring break kind of vibe to Mm -hmm. it like all the guys were out there with like champagne and like liquor bottles and just like pouring it into the crowd. Oh, and the jokers like, were. I yeah, thought yeah, you yeah. meant like regular patrons. No, 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 I was no. like, holy crap, this was a high roller. And they were like handing out shots. And it was just like a, I mean. Were there any people like, I'm making a joke, but like my, not my, you know what I mean though. But were there old people on this? Or like, I assume it you was would only go youngest, on this if you're a fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Everybody was a fan. Like you had to book. It's not like you could just say, "Hey, I'm going to go Norwegian. I want to go on a cruise," and then you show up and wait a minute. You know, it's like you had to book it. Yeah. So everybody on there is a fan and probably a huge fan at that. Um, Probably the youngest cruise I've been on. However, there were still plenty of old people. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know if you were to actually look at average age. There were fewer kids on board than i yeah. think a normal cruise but there was also more people like 20s and 30s so the average was like your age i would guess would you say um, or maybe a little bit older i don't know how long those guys have yeah been around. that's probably about okay right. they're on their their record they're filming their ninth like season oh, now okay. um but yeah it was a lot of fun um i was it's the most for like a three four day period that i've drank well, probably since the honeymoon because we actually had the alcohol package for that. Um, I thought you had it for this too. We didn't. We did the whole uh, just charge mouthwash bottle of vodka. Uh, okay, like yeah, we did that back in the day. We brought like a Yeti on board and would just fill up the Yeti, not fill up, but pour some give vodka on the Yeti. Yeah. And go order like free like sprites yeah. or whatever and dump them in and do that. The the other two couples that we met on board or we. We've been Facebook friends with them because there was a flip cup tournament. Right. And so we wanted to get in on it. So we found another couple couples that also wanted to play. Um, They both had the drink package and they're, you can get two drinks at a time. Okay. So they're like, hey, do you want one? Yeah. So, I mean, we drank mostly for free anyway. How did they make them? Is it like, like when we went to our resort in Cancun, they weren't, I mean, we drank a lot. So we got inebriated but the actual drinks themselves were not every time i ordered a drink i'd say and give me a floater of tequila or something you know what i mean i'd be like and give me another shot they weren't like super duper they they did the trick but they weren't like so strong 
so they had four um what do you call it like signature drinks yeah. or whatever there's a mojito a mudslide mm. oh uh a long island miami vice and no what was the fourth one uh pina colada i can't think of what the fourth one was um but anyway, those were all like pre-made. Well, not the mudslide. They had to make that fresh. But yeah. like the Long Island, which I probably had the most of, and something else were made like in bulk and they just had them on like dispensers. So who knows nice. how well those were made. It all but, depends. Yeah. But I mean, I was plenty Happy. drunk. Yeah. Um, did karaoke one night. Was going to do it again the final night. I'm like, I'm feeling good. I'm going to do Eminem. What's Lose yourself. Bam, nailed it. Did um, you see him at the Grammys? It's why you were gone. Yeah, but I was already thinking about doing it, and then okay. when he showed up and did that, I'm like, well, it's a sign. I've yeah. got it. That's, that's going to be my karaoke song. Um, then some stupid little like 12-year-old girl went up and did it. And I'm like, well, they're not going to have two people do this song, and they called her, so now whatever. And she sucked. You could have done stand. She was just up there like, mm-hmm. lose yourself. I'm like, come on! And I was right up front. Yeah, just give so me the. Give me I one. basically acted like I was on stage, and I was just like, just yelling. I'm like, if they're not gonna invite me up, I'm gonna well, do it here. I was when we went. It was like one of the last nights when we went to Cancun uh, for our belated 10 year anniversary. A year late, they had karaoke one night. It was like the second or third last night we were there, whatever it was. And I was like, the pro. It was the problem. We had so many days where it's like we'd lay on the beach. Miami Vice, Miami Vice. And I don't and like pina coladas. By the end of the night. I don't like yeah. pina coladas, but when you combine them with a strawberry daiquiri, it's just amazing. And a few Bloody Marys to start the day and everything. One o'clock, I'm like, Ugh. And then by the time it's ready, we're, okay, let's get back. Let's shower, go to dinner. And I'm like, I'll have a glass of wine. And I was just like, I'm already old. Yeah. And this was four years ago. And I was like, I want to do it, but I was like, this is the perfect place for me to do karaoke because I don't know any of these people. I'm never going to see them again. It doesn't matter how bad or good I am. No one's ever going to see it. Right. And I was just like, you want to just go back to the room? I was just like, <laughs> I'm just so tired. I couldn't do it. It was like nine o'clock and I was like, oh, I can't do it. Yeah. But I don't know. It, it was a lot of fun. Um, Jim Brewer was one of the like really? featured comedians on That's there. Awesome. and. Um, I didn't get a picture with him, but I got to talk to him a little bit. He like the first night they were doing karaoke because his daughter was on board. Hmm. Um, Bon Jovi's daughter is like, I think, I don't know if she's like a friend of somebody on the show or if she somehow works for the show, Hmm. but like she was up on stage. She did, uh, uh, my life probably. No, the, 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 the big one living on prayer. She did living on a prayer and then shot through. The oh heart. no, somebody else did. Uh, shot through the heart. Wanted dead or wanted alive. dead or alive, okay. but she didn't. Wanted. Um. Yeah. So I think <laughs> I know it's a chair. Yeah. Uh, but I think Jim Brewer's daughter was maybe doing karaoke or something. But he just came out in the crowd. That's and was awesome. just like standing there for a little bit, and it's so weird. Does he still look like you? Like <laughs> <laughs> in general, he looks like that. But like when he's not on. He's when he's not like performing, normal. yeah, it's just like that's hey, man. good. And but he's got the same laugh. Like when he laughs, it's still <laughs> like <laughs> he's got the same Jim Brewer laugh. But all of a sudden, he's just like this mild mannered guy. Like you would never know that he's like Jim Brewer. Yeah. And, but it was a lot of fun. Um, it was short. It was only four nights. Um, I think the earliest we went to bed was like eleven thirty, 
And I think every other night we were out anywhere from like one thirty to like three. I don't know. It was, but again, time is a flat circle when you're on a cruise too. Yeah. You just kind of lose track. You lose yourself in the music, the moments you own it. Um, better never, I showed you my video, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I'm really glad we went. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you went. I'm glad you're back. I missed you doing this alone. One of these times I'm just gonna be like, Oh, Sean, I'm sick. Uh, we can have you come we over have to, to my house to my house so and you record, can record the podcast all by yourself. <laughs> it's tough, but wow. thankfully, did you get it? You didn't get a chance to I listen to it. Back. No. Like I'll we had, listen or watch it tomorrow. We had uh, uh, what were the questions? We had three good questions. Let me see. Oh, I deleted them, of course. All right. Um, <laughs> crap. Now let me try to remember them. Oh, it was three. I won't give you the answers because you can listen tomorrow. But it was three. If you could just three pie pie in the sky announcements. Yep. That's the one I said, I feel like I know him, and then you said, no, you don't. You know one, because it's obvious, but I put a twist on it. The other, Oh, that's what it was. The other one was Ernie said, if you could take a classic game like Altered Beast or something like yeah, that, and then I, I couldn't get Altered that. Beast out of my head, how would you remake it, blah, blah, blah. So I said Altered Beast. I also said Contra. Um, and then Nick, just, Nick said, where did you get the idea for Versus? And as I was doing that, I was like, I'm pretty sure we talked about Versus before we ever set foot on YouTube. Like, it's something that I've been talking about forever, it seems like. And then we finally just pulled the trigger. Yeah, I don't remember. That's a good question. I don't really remember. It yeah. seems like it's just always been an idea forever. <laughs> right. And then we were like, well, now's the time to right. do it. But yeah, I don't know when we actually first started talking about it. And then some guy named Sean wrote in and asked me why I'm the way that I am. <laughs> And I answered that as only I can. You'll have to tune in to see. Uh, you should tune in to last week if you hadn't already out there. Uh, but we're not here to talk about the past, Mark McGuire. Uh, we finally got a teaser for Bat, for Batfleck, for Pat's Fleck. I called him Pat Fleck. The funny thing was that <laughs> day. <laughs> did you see my tweet? You I were still on the tweets. boat. You know, you were still on my boat that earlier not that day. <laughs> huh? <laughs> you were still on my boat. No, I didn't say my boat. The boat. You did. Maybe you're, I did. You were, on my, you were on my boat, my cruise ship. I tweeted out, oh, because there was a there was like a behind the scene video of these these guys in masks beating up somebody and they had their faces painted or something. And I was like, this is cool and everything. My hype levels are intensifying. But when are we going to see Pat? Oh, I saw that. When are we going to see that Pat came out Fleck before in the, the Batman thing? That day, that morning, oh, and then okay. the night they put it out. But I said, when are we going to see Pat Fleck in the suit? Didn't think anything about it. But I'm like, I'm not even deleting it because I think it's funny. Because <laughs> I was trying to say Patman. But I went back to Batfleck, and I just called him Patfleck. So from now on, <laughs> I'm just going to call him Patfleck. Um, hopefully, I remember to put it in here if you guys haven't seen it yet somehow. Sean, what did you think? I I would <clears throat> never have recognized that as being Robert Pattinson. I, um, I can kind of recognize the chin. I mean, knowing that it's him, I'm like, I guess I can see it. But if yeah. you just showed me that, I was like, here's our new Batman. Who is that? I don't know. Um he looked, I mean, he looks the part. It looks cool. Um, I like the whole thing with like the, the symbol, what they're doing. I hope that's it, it. At this point, it's gotta be like, I think Reeves has even liked or retweeted stuff with people saying, if you don't know what we're talking about, people are saying they think that the symbol, it looks like it's made of the gun that Joe, Joe chill used to kill his parents is what it looks like. And I'm, I feel like Reeves or somebody, the composer <laughs> or somebody like the guy that, that did the music in that is doing the music for the movie as well. Yeah. Somebody retweeted or liked stuff or something that makes me think that's actually what it is and that's cool. So, I don't know. 
Um, I'm getting some. It gives me very um, Batman Begins vibes, like a very just stripped down. Like everybody's commenting on how it almost looks like a homemade suit kind of thing, and it just seems like not that. I mean, I mean Batman Begins is. I mean, it's up there in the Batman movies. But I think the the vibe, the whole like style of that movie is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like Batman Begins, like it's, and this seems like it's going to take that kind of to a whole new level. Yeah. I'm inferring a lot from one from little ten second, second clip, yeah. but um, I don't know. I I'm finally actually convinced that this is actually happening now. I was going to say, you were the one that was like, I still don't think this movie's coming out. <laughs> and that's what I was like, Sean, it's, it is, I know why you say that, yeah. but I'm like, it is happening. I like that, yeah, if like, the other video I saw that was really cool, somebody took it and they took out the red lighting and just made it black and white. That made it look even cooler. I don't know why right. they did the, the Bray Wyatt lighting. I thought that was a little weird. But you can definitely see, especially if you like turn the brightness up on your phone or your iPad or whatever you're watching it on, so you can actually see more of the details and stuff. You can definitely see stitching. Oh, yeah. It's like stitched together yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Some people didn't like the neck roll thing. To me, it almost looked like, and I said it at first, but then when I watched it 15 more times, it do, it's not this, but <clears throat> the first thing I saw, it, it reminded me like linebackers used to wear, they would have, not yeah, the neck roll, the, but they would have the thing. So like if your head went back, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it would kind of catch it. Maybe that is what it is. I don't know. Um. I like how mechanical it looks. You kind of took the words out of my mouth. Like it looks very like low tech, like early. And the other thing too, in the black and white version, you can really see when it like, it it shows the symbol. And then as he goes to turn or something, you can see like the shoulder armor, like moves separately. Like you can see it. So it'll let him actually be able to move around and stuff. I like that. Um, Yeah. It just, I still don't know that I believe he could kick anybody's ass. As no, Batman. he's more the Bale style. Yeah, but I mean, but I never once, never once did I think in any of those three movies. This doesn't make any sense. Christian Bale and he bulked up and stuff as much as he could. He's still a, a thin frame and everything. Um, but I like it. I mean, it's Batman. You know, as long as it didn't come out looking like Adam West, I was gonna be hyped. You know, right? I don't know. I'm. I dig it. I like it. Dressed like a bat. I dig it. Dig it. <laughs> They're shooting now. It's out June next year. Do you remember how crazy that four-week stretch is next year? Do you remember what happens? I remember we've talked about it, but now I don't remember. The Batman, Jurassic World 3, and I don't remember what the order is. I think it's Jurassic World 3, then the Batman, then Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3 is that quick? Mm-hmm. In four weeks from like mid-June to early July or something. Or like early June to early July. Dang. Yeah. Wait, what was the third one? Jurassic 3. What was that? The Batman. Spider-Man. And what's the other one? Didn't you say there was four? No, there's three. In a four-week period. Oh, three in a four-week period. All of a sudden, I'm like, wait, what was the fourth? I've said all three. Is this a joke I'm missing? I'm like, wait, what was the fourth one? I remember Batman, Spider-Man, Jurassic World. I'm like, oh, there was not a fourth one. one. The, The other one? I'm like, I just said all three. So I don't know. I'm I'm super excited for it. I <laughs> He is my biggest worry out of everything. Oh, he'll be fine. But I think he'll be fine. And like Matt Reeves knows what he's doing. Everyone else they've cast in this movie it seems like perfect casting. Um, I don't know. It's Batman. I hope it really is a trilogy. 
It doesn't need to tie into the DCEU, anything like that. Obviously, it won't because I think somebody said it's maybe like his second year. It's not they're not doing like they're not re- trying to do like a Batman year one, but it might be like his second year on the job or something. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, also, I saw 1917 this weekend. Phenomenal. I don't know what else to say. Just I do. I Even after I said it to you at dinner last night, I thought about it and tweeted. It. I was like, I think this is my favorite war movie of all time. Like it is that good and it's so and you're across the table so i couldn't really talk to you but it's like the the one shot thing it's not like when they did the one shot in god of war where you're just here and then it'll kind of pan over for a cutscene and it'll come back to him like it just the way the camera flows there's some there's one moment where the camera does cut because something dramatic happens and it's a it like reinforces the dramatics of that scene because the camera hasn't cut you can tell sometimes how they did it. Like when they like go behind a tree, a tree or, or something, some, and you can yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah. but <clears throat> so well acted, so well shot. One of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen. Um, and the third, per- and I, I, it was funny because, like I said, I watched Jeremy John's review again. What he was saying it was like that's what I was feeling during when I was watching it. <clears throat> because it's no cut, you feel you get to the point where it's like you feel like it's just not. You're not just following these two guys. You feel like you're the third guy with them. Because of the way they shot this. It's just like you are, because it doesn't cut and because it's focusing on these two people, it's almost like you're the third one there. So whenever you get to a part where they can kind of calm down and stuff, you find yourself, or I found myself, looking up. Like, I'm not even looking at the two of them acting. I'm looking like, okay, there's a tree line over there. Is there somebody there? No, there's a building. Are they going to get ambushed or where's this? Like, you're almost like in the mindset, like you're there with them. Like, where's the danger going to come from? It's so cool. You guys, you've got to go see it. It's probably... I don't know how much longer it's going to be in theaters, maybe a week or two, but you guys have, you should definitely, definitely go see it. It's that good. Yeah. No, I definitely want to. I saw Sonic today with the boys. And? It was so much fun. It was so much fun. <clears throat> if he would have looked like crap, I would have hated the movie. Because it does, like, I saw some screenshots of after I watched it, I went back and looked, and I was like, oh my God, it's even worse than I remember. It's bad like they tried to make him look realistic it made no sense and i still i think it still might have been a conspiracy i'm i'm not a conspiracy i almost think they might have done all this on purpose but anyways the design is perfect jim carrey is 90s jim carrey really he's having he just looks like he's having so much fun um it just reminds me of like him as the i mean not the exact same but you know what i mean like when he was the riddler and he was just like i'm going full into this role and i'm gonna make it unlike any riddler you've ever seen uh he was great as robotnik um there are some nods to the games um james marston was really good in it the sonic voice was perfect um who is is it anybody? No, it's nobody I've ever. I mean, I I don't want to say that, but it's no one I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. Of. I can't even think of his name now. But Sonic was so good in it. Like it was it was so it was so much fun. Um from the very opening you're like smiling cuz you're like, "Oh, that's awesome." And I'm not saying it's like my favorite movie of all time, but <clears throat> is it your favorite video game movie of all time. I still think, and this is not, I'm not making a joke here. I still think the best video game movie I've ever seen is Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I don't, I and I say that without any sarcasm or anything. I think that was just so well done, especially in the mid-90s with what they were able to do with that. I can't wait for the new one. It's probably going to be awesome. Um, but other than that, it's probably my the best video game movie I've seen. Wow. 
it reminded me, I did watch a little bit of Detective Pikachu with the boys when they were watching it one day. I was like, this is actually, I hate Pokemon, but this is actually funny. It works and stuff. And it's the same with this. Like, you don't, you're not ever like, why is Sonic here? Like, if Sonic was that weird, tall, skinny, <laughs> furry design, it would have been, I mean, he's furry in this too, but you know what I mean? It was just like weird. It would have just been weird. But like the Pokemon don't, even though they look like real life Pokemon, they don't look yeah. like they belong here. And that's what makes it okay, if that makes any sense. Um, the ending sets up a sequel, which as well as it's doing, it's looking like it's going to make $57 million this weekend. And the number one grossing weekend ever for a video game movie. It's going to beat Detective Pikachu. I thought I already had. Well, they're project- as long as Sunday doesn't dip more than they think. It's projected to be 57. I think Detective Pikachu was like 54.3. So it oh, should it's projected it. for 57. Yeah, because okay. they won't know until tomorrow when everything officially updates, but it should beat it. Um, the ending leads, it leads it wide open for the sequel that I'm pretty sure we're going to get. Um, there is a post-credit scene. Well, mid-credits. So don't stay all the way to the end. There's a mid-credit scene that will blow your mind. That's all I'll say. I can already guess what it is. You can't. You can't. Really? Yeah. Um, Does Mario show up and challenge him to the Olympics? <laughs> I will say like Jeremy Johns was saying he thinks there's a very heavy handed kind of through line in this poking at Mario and I kind of there's there's it's not a spoiler there's this there's mushrooms that are involved not really involved but there's like a world with mushrooms and he's like I don't like mushrooms I don't want to go to a mushroom world or something really? like, whatever but but you got to remember also there was mushrooms in Sonic 3 there was a mushroom hill zone so I, I really think it was just oh, that, true. but there is an animated Mario movie coming, so maybe they're going to team up. Who knows? Um, Wait, is there really? Mm-hmm. From uh, DreamWorks. But it's going to be fully animated. Well, I would hope. It's yeah. not going to be... And, well, I'm saying it's not even going to be like Sonic was. It's going to oh, be okay. a, a, you know, like a Pixar Mario movie. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's I think it's DreamWorks. You're looking at me like I'm making it up. I'm, I'm not, not... No, I just... Okay. I have no idea, but... Um, but yeah, it was really good. Definitely go see. I mean, it's you, you will love it. Any Sega kid will absolutely love it. They made Sonic work in the real world, which I never thought they would have done. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Sean. Yes. You were cruising, so I'm guessing you didn't play any games. Have you put another 10 hours into Death Stranding? Uh, no. For the audio listeners, <laughs> he was tapping the microphone because I, I guess afraid. he. <coughs> did you this unhook it or have something? Like a button, but I felt I thought I hit something. And I freaked out. No, this these one don't have even an have a switch. Button. So, uh, no, I've not played any more Death Stranding. Have you played anything? Uh, I played some Bloodborne. Oh, okay. I thought you were just saying you didn't play anything. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I am struggling now. The second playthrough, it's going to mean nothing to you, but Logar, uh, Martyr Logarius. Can't beat him. That's a boss. That's a boss. And then Dark Beast Parl, whatever his name is, can't beat him. I only tried that one once. I'm like, what? I don't even need to do this. So I just left. Is it just because you took a Actually, week off? Actually, I don't off, need maybe? to do No, I couldn't. Ligarius, I couldn't beat before the cruise, even when I was okay. right in it. Okay. Dark Beast Parl. Carl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got to him and I tried it a couple times and couldn't beat him. I'm just like, I don't need to. Okay. I don't even need to beat him. And I don't need to beat the other guy either. But I'm to the point where I'm almost, so I just finished um, 
Yahar Ghoul, whatever it's called, the Unseen City, whatever. Um, and I, it sounds like you're really far in because I don't know any of the stuff you're talking about from my yeah. playthrough. Okay. There's some, so I've got at least those two boss fights to do, which are both optional. I've got Upper Cathedral Ward, which uh, is optional. That's the big walking around guys, right? The big slow. Yeah, but it's guys. like a totally different area. They're okay. not even. I don't even think they connect. Okay. Um, with some cool boss fights at the end. Again, optional. That I think I'll probably do. Um, but I think the next storyline part is more or less going to like the end. Wow. Um, I'm rethinking. I don't know that I'm going to get the platinum because I think one of the things that I thought was going to be easy, the the is, other ending thing or something. No, that is easy. But okay. The stuff about getting all the weapons and uh, hunter tools or whatever. I've briefly looked into it online, and there are way more than I thought. And oh, you have really? to get these items throughout which unlock them in the shop for you to be able to buy them Mm -hmm. and i think in order to do to get some of these items to unlock them there's like these side quests you have to do and i think a lot of them are missable and you have to like there's there's like yosefka's clinic right in the beginning and there's the cathedral uh what do they call it maybe they just call i don't know it's probably got a name odion odon's cathedral i don't know but there's places in Yarnum where you can like knock on a door and yeah. they're like, oh, I'm so scared. Yeah. Do you have anywhere I can go? And you can be like, well, you can go to Yusefka's clinic or you can go to the cathedral. Okay. And I think depending on where you send them, different things happen. So I'm not even sure if oh, you Oh, because you get like the music box for yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So there's all that kind of stuff, which I think a lot of them lead to you getting an item, which unlocks a bunch of stuff in the shop. So you would have to play this with a guy to play it. Yeah, and I've probably already missed yeah. so much crap on my second playthrough. I don't think I'm going to do it a third time, so I'm probably not going to get the platinum, but I do want to finish it again just just to do it. Um, today, I started mm. Bioshock. Okay, this was... Because I was going to say, I haven't started Hellblade yet, and I'll get to what I've been playing here in a minute, but that was my question, was that I haven't... St- I, I don't know that I want to do Hellblade, even though I know it's a platinum I can get. I wanted to play Bioshock when you played it. So now I know that's de- it is it is decided. I'm yeah, I started Bioshock. it today. I don't know if you're going <clears> to <throat> like it. I was kind of on the fence in the beginning. It's one of those things. It's almost like um, Symphony of the Night. Okay. Don't get discouraged because I was. And I'm far from an expert, but I felt like there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, I don't know if I'm playing this game right. Like I don't get, there's just a lot of things that were confusing me. Because they don't really explain it. I don't know. Hmm. If you have questions, let me know and I can try to clear things up. <clears throat> I really like it a lot now. Okay. But when I first started playing it, I'm like, I don't <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like I'm doing something wrong, whatever. Um it not in a bad way, like I don't think it takes anything away from it, but it does seem very dated. Um it it's weird and maybe it's just because the last i think the last first person shooter i really played was modern warfare Mm -hmm. and this just seems and i think it's just because it's old i don't think it has anything to do with the style of the game but it just feels so like unnaturally flowy 
Whereas when you're running around in like modern warfare, it, you feel like you're like running around. This is, this like, is like floating or something. You're just like huh. fl- it's just and I think that's just how games used to be. Like I don't think it doesn't take yeah, it's away a from your old game. Yeah, I guess I didn't realize just how old it was. Or was it 07? Uh, I don't remember. It was 07 or 09. I can't remember. No, I think it was 07. I think it was 07. But yeah. anyways. Um, but I'm enjoying it a lot. It's a lot of fun. I put probably three or four hours into it today. I think you can beat it in like eight to ten. It's not that long. From when, when I, I looked just up got how long to, to what seemed like a pretty significant event. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, I, I won't say too much. Okay. I'm enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. Um, I think I can probably finish Bloodborne in another three four hours, maybe if I'm as close to the end <clears throat> as I think I am. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, I'm ready to just keep pushing through Bioshock. And then if I like it enough, which I already think I do, two and, two infinite. and then infinite. So um, you should definitely play it. It's okay. Give yourself a couple hours to yeah. like for your first play. And if you feel like you don't get stuff and I'm not talking story wise, I'm talking gameplay wise. Like there were some things I'm like. Wait, how do I blah blah blah? Like, is it a Metroidvania? I'm like looking. I'm like, I, there's no <clears> buttons <throat> that I'm missing. I know. Right. I know what L1 and R1 do, and L2 and R2, and I know triangle and square and X and circle and up, down, left, right, and I know what the touchpad does. I'm like, how do I such and such? And then eventually they it just kind of you figure it out later. Okay. Um. So yeah, play it. Give yourself at least an hour, if not two, to actually get some significant time into it, and don't get discouraged if you're confused. Okay. Yep. Then I'm gonna play that next because yeah. I'll, I'll do Hellblade after. But that's I'm glad you said that because that makes it easier for me. Yeah. I got the platinum in Concrete Genie. Finally, I pushed my way through it. Um, so one down, seventeen to go. <laughs> well, what you missed last week is that I got six platinums. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you got six platinums. Yeah, you downloaded one. Well, I, just tell me, what did you do? I I downloaded and beat Foxy Land on PS4 and Vita, Foxy Land Two on PS4 and Vita, and Deep Space Rush on PS4 and Vita. And collectively, how much time did it take you to platinum these? Um, two hours, probably a couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> So I got my 39th platinum. Oh, God. In Concrete... So Concrete Genie, like I was, I've been telling you the last few... This game never should have taken me this long to beat it. This game has taken me like a month to beat it because I'm just like play for a half hour here and I'm like, Duh, I don't want to turn on any more lights and whatever. Once you go through all the sections and you turn the lights on, you actually do get combat in so it. So had you already beaten it and you were just trying to platinum it? Or no, you I hadn't just... Even, I or you beat basically it. beat it, platinum it when you beat it? I beat it. Did some more trophies, went back the next day to clean everything up and beat it. And, and get the platinum, I mean. So having beaten it, do you like it? I know you're starting to kind of sour on it. Once you beat it, were you like, okay, that was pretty cool? Or you're still just kind of like, meh? It was fine. I don't know that it would have made my top 10 list next, last year. Really? If you want to borrow it, you can. There's PSVR mode, but I almost think you need the move controllers for it. I can't remember. It'll show it on the box. I need to look at that. Yeah. But, I mean, I probably platinum in like 10 hours. It just took me like two months to do it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, when you get past, when you light up all the stuff, it, all the zones and everything, that's like, oh, you're going to beat the game. And then, oh, the bad, the bullies come and they screw something up and now the things come and there's actually combat. And 
Like through the whole thing, you you create genies to help you with puzzles that are either fire, wind, or electricity based. When you get to the combat section, you get three abilities to fight bad genies with. Guess what they are? And um, the story goes exactly how I thought it would. It's it. I mean, spoiler alert. What I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna spoil it. It just goes exactly how I thought it would. Um, the platinum wasn't that bad. There's a lot. There's like a hundred and. 28 i want to say page because what happens at the very beginning i don't remember if i said this the first time i played it but like the bullies come get you you've got your notebook and they're like oh you suck and they rip up your notebook and they throw it up and all the pages from your notebook go all over the world and you've got to get 128 pages and some are really easy to see some are not it got to the end where i was just like i've got three more pages in this one zone it was the biggest of the zones but i still like they've i'm like my god this isn't even anything i can look up a guide for because i don't know what the hell pages i'm missing yeah so i finally i was just like where have i not been that there could be something hiding in and i found them and i finished off the platinum it was I'm, i'm glad i'm done with it um i liked the story i didn't love the game it still it never controlled that well even just running around the world and jumping and stuff the camera was really weird and it, it was not a great game, but I'm glad I played it. I'm glad I got a platinum for it. Yeah. Also, I downloaded a game this week. Remember a couple of weeks ago when I was when I sent you the picture about a game about Kevin and his dog, Buddy? Yes. I downloaded Top Run. Now, the funny thing is they said it was actually coming out like two weeks ago. It must have got delayed. You can't find anything on this game because I'm probably the only person that bought it. Um, <laughs> but it's a, it, it was five bucks, and what it is is it's an automatic runner. Um but it's actually fun. And I didn't buy it to get the platinum. I put almost like nine hours into an automatic runner game because the gameplay loop in this is so much fun. So it's an automatic runner. You start off your Kevin and you've got your dog buddy there, obviously. And it's kind of like eighties themed. So some of the bad guys, they're like, they're like females that are like in, uh, let's get physical kind of clothes and yeah. stuff. And, they're running around the world, and so it's an automatic runner. All you do is you can. There's three levels. You're on the, the like the street, one level up or two levels up, <clears throat> and X jumps. You can double jump. Square lets you. <clears throat> basically, it's like pushing down and jump in like a platform to go down a level. Okay. So if you're like, oh, and there's there's these pixels all over the world that you collect the pixels, you get pixels to uh, unlock upgrades and stuff like this. And you just run and go as far as you can. You start with just normal mode, which at first it was actually difficult because I was like, I can't. It seems like there's too many enemies, whatever. You get the feel of it, and then it feels super slow. After you go for a while, you unlock hardcore mode, which just makes everything, you just run faster. There's more enemies and whatever. And so there's these different power-ups you can get. Like you can have, um, you can run into an ice cream, which freezes all the enemies. So whenever you get to an enemy, you just walk into them, they explode. You can get, oh, your gun that you shoot in this isn't a gun. You're throwing floppy disks. Okay. You, you can get it so you throw three floppy disks at a time. Um, you can get the buddy shield where buddy gets bigger and they get a shield around him because it's a buddy shield. And you can run through the enemies and kill them that way. Um, sometimes the level will switch to the floor is lava for like 15, 20 seconds or something where the floor is lava. So you got to just make sure you don't touch the floor because you die. But the best part, is when sometimes it switches to buddy time mode. Buddy time is the funniest thing ever because all of a sudden you're just controlling buddy with this awesome music playing and you're like on this grid and there's pixels here and here and you just go up or down. You're just trying to get as many pixels as you can. 
but the best part is in the background there's a digitized picture of a dog horribly digitized but he's just like and it's like a golden retriever <laughs> or a, a a boxer some kind of oh, it's not a wine room i forget what it is but there's like four different dogs and just you see them just like <laughs> just moving <laughs> as it goes by oh my god it's the funniest thing um and then there's friends you can get as power-ups as well um that you save them and one of them like turns into sonic the hedgehog and just does like a rolling ball attack another one does a super telekinetic blast and she just this huge circle that kills everybody on the screen and then the other one oh my god what, oh then the other one is Daryl, I think his name is, and he shoots fire. He's just he he shoots. Are these people or dogs? They're all people. Oh, okay. He I was shoots. Daryl was no. a dog. <laughs> that would be great. He shoots fireballs for like you know two or three seconds or something. But the the loop is so you've got these objectives. It'll either be like you'll have three objectives at one time. Run for fifteen thousand meters cumulatively or something. Uh, save Daryl five times. Get. 1,000 pixels in one run or something. And as you get these objectives, you have to knock off the objectives to make your like XP bar go up. You have to get all the way up to level 27 to get the... Pl- I'm going to get the platinum in this damn game. It's not an easy one. But I've got now, I think, 15 out of the 21 trophies. But you have to get all the way to level 27. I'm at 19 or 20 now, I forget. But you only get those with the objectives. And some of the objectives, when you get further on, they're like super difficult. Um, I'm loving this game. I can't believe it. Like I was going to buy it just because it's Kevin and his dog buddy. But then I played it and I was like, I always hated automatic runners like on this, you know, like on iPads and iPhones and stuff. But this is actually really fun. And I, is it the kind of game where like you just see how far you can get? Yeah. You you can't beat it. You never beat it. And you always start back from the beginning. Okay. And then after normal and hardcore, there's one more mode that you unlock that's called Rage. Where, oh, and that was the other thing. You, when you're shooting your floppy disks, you only have three and you can upgrade it to four floppy disks. So if you shoot four at once, you're out of ammo. They recharge as you go through the level, but it makes you think, maybe I should just jump over this enemy instead of killing it. Right. And it also makes you think, well, if I have to kill 20 of this certain enemy in my objective, I want to only use my floppies there. Rage mode, you get unlimited ammo and you just go as far as you can. However, you can't tick off any objectives or anything like that it's just fun to just kill stuff and see how far you can go okay and there are kind of like boss things that show up on the screen after like 500 meters a thousand meters 1500 meters um and yeah it's a lot of fun i'm shocked that it's as fun as it is how much was it five bucks yeah um but i wrote into colin this week and say hey i just want you to know that you guys because every week on their podcast they read the drop usually because it so sony does on their blog if you guys didn't know on the PS blog, they list every game coming out that week. And some of the write-ups are horrible because clearly Sony is not like editing any of these or copy, like copywriting them or anything like nothing at all. Some, and some of them are just like, you can tell they were just trans, like somebody put them into Google translate from Japanese and they make no sense. (laughs) But I was like, if you guys didn't read these stupid games, like they do it because it's funny, but it also is good because it gives a little bit of a spot. I would have never known a dog, a, a name, a game about Kevin and Buddy was coming out <laughs> if they didn't read it. So because of that, this developer got five bucks from me. Yeah, you know, and you got a platinum, or you will. Oh, I don't know. Oh, that was the. There's one trophy that's super hard, so you can also go to your apartment, where really you just get like trophies and stuff for for leveling up. 
but you can pay, you can play this game called Cyber Vaders, which is basically a version of Space Invaders, I think. <clears throat> Vertical shooter, you've got three uh, kind of like rock things that you can hide behind, and there's like five levels of enemies that just go back and forth and they shoot. But you, you can only shoot one thing at a time, and you have to get the high score. I haven't been able to get the high score in that, and it's super frustrating. I've gotten up to like... 880 and the high score is 1200 like i think what you have to do is get through the whole wave like because if they only move like this but then as you start killing more and more of them as they get further down on the screen they move all the way across so it's not like you can just die oh yeah yeah. i think somehow i have to kill them all and then get through as much as i can the second wave but that might be the one that keeps me from getting a platinum in this and it will drive me absolutely (laughs) insane if i can't get it yeah but oh well (sighs) <sighs> Sean. Yes. Would you like to get in the news of the week? Sure. Anthem is being reinvented, and this comes from Kotaku. BioWare will seek to reinvent Anthem's gameplay in a longer-term redesign of the embattled online multiplayer action game, studio head Casey Hudson said today in a blog post. This confirms a Kotaku report from November. I was going to say, Schreier reported this months ago. Yeah. And just like always, Schreier was right. Over the coming mon- months, <laughs> monks, we will be focusing on a longer-term redesign of the experience, specifically working to reinvent the core gameplay loop with clear goals, motivating challenges, and progression with meaningful rewards, while preserving the fun of flying and fighting in a vast science fantasy setting, he wrote in the post. And to do that properly, we'll be doing something we'd like to have done more on the first time around, giving a focused team the time to test and iterate, focusing on gameplay first. Yeah, no kidding. I see you. What are you clicking? Oh, I thought you were <laughs> Um, yeah, maybe you should have focused on the gameplay the first time instead of just getting it out before the quarter ended. Months You're doing it again. <laughs> Anthem had a messy launch last February. Nearly a year later, it still feels like an incomplete game. Major post-launch content updates ended up being delayed. Over the following summer and fall, major figures on the development team, like lead producer Ben Irving and head of live services Chad Robertson, departed Bioware. They don't know if this is going to be called Anthem 2.0 or Anthem Next, but it's coming. Uh, I've played Anthem a little bit. I don't need to read the rest of this because I feel like Sean's going to edit it anyways. (laughs) Um, I played a little bit. The little bit I played was okay, but it's like, what are you copying and pasting? (laughs) I got this like way after. I got it when it was five bucks on Amazon, like in December. And I was like, whatever. It's fine. Like Noah and Nick played it for a little bit because they got it on Xbox for Christmas. And they even they were like, I'm going back to Overwatch and Apex and whatever. It's just, if you got it and we both said, let's just team up and play together and do whatever. Because that's what it's made for. It's not made for playing single player. When I was playing it single player, it wasn't that fun. Right. I, I guess I'm glad that they're not abandoning it. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened there? <laughs> I'm glad they're not abandoning it for people that actually bought this game and spent sixty dollars on it. But like, yeah, I almost think they should just just cut bait. I don't know. It's weird. Like, I don't see how this game. I mean, there have been plenty of good premises which just didn't work. But it's just weird. Like everybody, pretty much everybody is in agreement that this game is just not good. Yes, correct. And it's just weird how what seems like should be such a, I don't know, a layup gets screwed up so badly. Yeah. 
I agree. We'll see what Anthem 2.0 ends up being. Maybe I'll jump back into it, but probably not. I got more than enough to play this year, that's for sure. Yeah. Next up, in case you wanted even more evidence about how meaningless E3 will be this year, Jeff Keighley tweeted out the following. For the past 25 years, I have attended every Electronic Entertainment Expo covering, hosting, and sharing E3 has always been a highlight of my year, not to mention a defining part of my career. I've debated what to say about E3 2020. While I want to support the developers who will showcase their work, I also need to be open and honest with you, the fans, about precisely what to expect from me. I've made the difficult decision to decline to produce E3 Coliseum. For the first time in 25 years, I will not be participating in E3. I look forward to supporting the industry in other ways and at other events in the future. And then IGN sent this out, just a list of the developers that actually will be there um, that are confirmed to be at E3 so far. Sega, Bandai Namco, T2, or Take Two, sorry. Xbox, WB Games, Halpert Face, Capcom, Bethesda Game Studios, Ubisoft, Square Enix, and Nintendo. Sean. This sucks. Because even more now, I'm like, what? are we even going to do E3 predictions now? It's not going to be the same. No. And it's not like Keeley, it's not like Keeley was going to have his own press conference, but like, he's Jeff freaking Keeley. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. What do you think? Is E3 just not dead, obviously? But then, and then Eurogamer had an article that uh, I sent to Nick, not Nick Schifani, but Young Roshi on Twitter was like, you know, what's changing this year and everything. And, First off, remember last year they leaked everybody's details. Like 2,000 yeah. people had their addresses and phone numbers leak and stuff. And then this year they're focusing on, and they, they sent it out something else too. There was a statement how they're focusing on entertainment and, you know, influencers and cutainment and all this other crap. And it's like, yeah, why? Right. Not my E3. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, I will still, I'm still looking forward to it, but. I don't know. Um, I I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if I am looking forward to it. I mean, I am just out of principle, just I guess by default, but I don't know. It's not going to be the same. I'm looking forward to Nintendo. I am looking forward to what Xbox is going to do, even though I'm not getting one, just to see what they're working on. Right. Ubisoft, I want to see more Watch Dogs. I think it'll be confirmed that it's a launch game. That's what I've said ever since it got delayed. I don't think I'm breaking any news there. Um, I want to see now, Gods and past, Monsters. When they're saying that Nintendo will be there, they will have they they will be on the show floor. They're still going to do their own direct okay, separate. Okay. Yeah, they're not saying all those people have conferences, but they will be at E three. Okay, I gotcha. It sucks. It's always been one of my dreams to go to E three, and now I'm like, I don't want to go to this E three. Uh, you probably never. I mean, now I don't think like, it's ever. We should just go to like a PAX. If we want to go somewhere and like actually be oh, able to I'd, play games, yeah, I'd stuff, much rather go to PAX you know? at this point. Just drive down to Texas, go to PAX South, yeah, or whatever they're called it now. I can't remember. Next up, a report is showing that PlayStation may be having troubles cutting the costs of manufacturing on the PlayStation Five. This comes from IGN. Scarce components have caused the manufacturing costs of the PlayStation Five to rise to around four hundred and fifty per unit, quote, forcing a difficult price setting decision in its battle with Microsoft, end quote. 
As reported by Bloomberg, these high costs have caused Sony to take a wait-and-see approach with the PS5's price, which is different from past console launches, as Sony usually sets the price the February of the release year with mass production starting in spring. For comparison, the PS4 retailed for $399 US and was estimated by IHS market to cost $381 to manufacture. If all things were similar with the PS5, Sony would have to price it to be at least $470 to reach the same gross margin. The biggest problem Sony is facing is in regards to the PS5 is a high is a re, quote reliable supply of DRAM and NAND flash memory. One of the main reasons for the scarcity is that these parts are also in high demand for smartphone makers, stupid iPhones. It's not unusual for consoles to be sold at or near loss as the games themselves and subscription services more than make up for it. However, sources claim that Sony is split on whether it should sell the console at a loss if necessary to match the Series X or find a way to make the PS5 profitable as it is. Profitable. The other big thing here, and I actually kind of like this, um, while the price may not be set, most of the PS5's components have been locked down, including the cooling system, which is, quote, unusually expensive at a few dollars per unit. Most cooling units for consoles cost less than a dollar, but, quote, Sony opted to lavish more on making sure heat dissipation from the powerful chips housed inside the console is not an issue. Blah, blah, blah. Sony has said that it's not going to affect the coronavirus isn't going to affect them, but I don't think anybody really knows that for sure at this point. Um, It seems like that's getting worse and worse. But, Sean, what do you think about PS5, manufacturing costs, what they should price it at, all that fun stuff? I mean... I can't imagine anybody's that shocked if they're seeing this and going, oh my God, it's going to be at least 470. Yeah, duh. Like, we've been saying it's going to be $500. Yeah. It's, there's no way it's not $500. Get ready. Um, but also, I'm also kind of wondering obviously, I don't, I'm not like a, a businessman, whatever, but like, Sony can wait this out. Like, who... Why does it matter if they say how much it's going to be before it's out? Who cares? Until you can actually start pre-ordering the thing, that's when we need to know how much it is because mm-hmm. we need to know what we're paying. But, like, who cares if right up until that point we don't know what it's going to be? Yeah. What, what What does it matter? So, yeah, wait it out. See what Xbox does and price yours accordingly. I mean... Yeah, I'm not in any rush to know how much it's going to be. Five hundred dollars, yeah, at least. Um, I don't know. Just wait and see. Yeah, I think the good thing about because we've all been saying this whole time when we were getting all these specs on these next gen consoles is like how everybody's saying you can't build a computer with this stuff for as cheap as they're going to make it. It's different because you're just one guy trying to buy RAM and whatever and a graphics card, whereas Sony's buying tens of millions of these things to manufacture these consoles so they can get them at a discount. But the one good thing I do take out of this is if it's costing them 450 to manufacture it, we don't have to worry about the thing being 600. At least we know that they're not going to try to make 150 on every console. The only reason the PS three was so expensive was the the way they built the PS three. They were still, they were selling it at a loss at $600. That's how horribly designed it was. But what I predicted last week before all this stuff came out, I was like, what the heck? Maybe they just make the PS5 450. Maybe the Xbox Series X is 500 or 600, and then the Series S or whatever it's going to be is 400. And just go a little bit more than that because the, the rumors last week were that it's it's not going to be as powerful as the Series X. Or maybe we talked about that when you were still here. I can't remember. But like, 
if it is around four fifty, maybe they can drive it down another ten fifteen dollars per unit. Just sell it for four fifty. Yeah, you're you're. You need to incentivize people to jump generations. Like Xbox has already said, hey, I mean, get a Series X if you want, but it's not going to have any exclusive for at least a year to a year and a half. Like you can play Halo Infinite on your Xbox One or the Series X. You can play Hellblade 2, on, depending on when it comes out, on the Xbox One or the Series X, whatever. PlayStation said, no, we're going to have PS5 exclusives. So you got to get people over to this system. Just sell it for whatever it costs you to make it. Sell it for four fifty. It's a weird number, you know. It's almost always two ninety nine, three ninety nine, four ninety nine, whatever. Right. But but the heck, just sell it for four fifty. Yeah, I mean, I would almost consider four fifty a bargain. Like yeah, just because I've been assuming it's going to be five hundred. If it's, I mean, even if it's five hundred, I'm going to buy this. I mean, it's going to be. What did they say when the specs came out a few weeks ago? Twenty times as powerful as the standard PS4. Maybe it was ten. I can't remember. But like, okay, yeah, that's a deal. I mean, I'm getting it. I'm gonna get it day one, right? But I think they should just price the damn thing at four fifty. You could, but I mean, again, I'm sure on a uh, macro scale, it probably makes a difference. But like, are there really that many people who would be like, if this thing costs five hundred dollars, I'm That's not true. gonna get it. But if it's four fifty, okay. but for that extra like, fifty bucks, I'm gonna get it. Yeah. And so I don't know. That's true. Ugh. It's gonna be five hundred. If it's any less than five hundred, that's it's that's, a win. Yeah, for all of us. Yep. And last up, just a quick one here. We did get new screens of Final Fantasy VII, and they detailed some of the changes. They showed Red Thirteen, who's a tiger. He's like a anthropomorphic. I mean, I don't know if that's maybe not the right word, but he's yeah, he's like a creature. See, I haven't watched this yet. I started watching it. I'm not watching it. And then I'm like, okay, I've seen enough. I never even got past when Aerith is walking around with her flowers. I'm like, yeah. nope, no, stop. I don't. I'll, I'm gonna wait. I'm so tempted because I've been wanting to know what Red Thirteen is gonna look like in this, but I'm kind of just like, I'll wait. I'll accidentally. Is he a good guy or a bad guy? He's a good guy. Okay. Um, like I'll accidentally stumble across <laughs> right. it on Twitter at some point and whatever. But, um, uh, and it's X I I I, not one three. Oh. No, I know. I just cause, oh, so okay. I would write. So I would say thirteen. I oh, okay. um, but do, I mean, does it is it pronounced thirteen? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Okay. Like the game. Well, I don't know. I mean, I assume like the game. Nothing was I, I, I. spoken. This is. True. <laughs> you just read it, but I assume it's read thirteen. Um. And I noticed the other day there's something. Oh, I think it was. I still haven't listened to it, but maybe it was when Colin posted about how he and. On, on a knockback, one of his shows, whatever. Oh, yeah. They're going to have an episode basically about Final Fantasy VII. a three-hour podcast on it. And every time, like, it's not my favorite game of all time, but it's maybe uh, almost, de- uh, yeah, probably definitely my favorite story of all time. Hmm. Like, it's just so, and every time I That's why I don't want to watch like, a little synopsis or whatever about it and it's like oh it's about the evil shinra corporation yeah. and how they're sucking the resources out of the planet and blah, and it's about you know i don't know it's just every time i just like hear about this little brief little synopsis about the game i'm like oh my god i love this freaking game and god i hope they don't screw it up i hope and what's weird is like like i said i think it's my favorite story at least my favorite video game story hmm. ever it's not my favorite game, but it's right. easily in my top ten, maybe top five. I don't know. Um, 
there's a lot of gameplay. It gets kind of repetitive. Um, and so I don't think they could screw it up. It's obviously going to be very, very, if not 100% completely different yeah. gameplay from the original. So I don't see how they could screw it up. If it wasn't perfect to begin with, it's very, very good. But it's not perfect to begin with. I don't think they could screw it up enough to make it where it's just not fun. Um, I'm a little worried because it's just, it's different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I can't wait. I'm struggling to not watch this. I'm not, when I saw it and it's like the five minute opening cinematic, I was like, oh hell no. I know I've seen it because I did play seven only for like an hour, Yeah, but I've come, I have no memory other than the flowers. I'm just like, nope, I'm not. I want to just sit down for the first time and just be in awe when I now, finally plugged this in. One thing that just occurred to me. Um, if this game, episode one, whatever they're calling it, ends where I think it would, or even anywhere near where I think it would, Red Thirteen is a long way away from being. Oh no, no, I take that back. Never mind. Do you want to see what he looks like? I've got the site pulled up, not the video, but just a picture. Yeah, let's see it. Like the PS blog post of it. Oh, I mean, he looks pretty true to... What you would think he looked like or something. That's exactly... I mean, that's how he should look. Super polygon form. No, that's how he should look. Okay, good. I didn't know if they were going to go all, like, Lion King and have him just look like... (laughs) Right. I mean, he looks like he did in the original, so that's good. They also, in this blog post, they talked about Tifa's fighting style and her uppercut, what her ATB bar does. They talked about materia and how that works a little bit more. But the big thing here, I guess this is a big deal, um, there's two kinds of quests in Final Fantasy VII Remake. There's mercenary quests, and then there's battle report quests. So they have side quests now, which a lot of people are like... Those are both side quests, or one is like the main game and the other is So here's what they say. Cloud can help out many people across Midgar, including local merchants. These tasks are varied. He'll be asked to deal with anything from taking out troublesome monsters to finding lost cats. In this quest, Cloud is asked... Oh, then it's a, this is what this picture is. Battle report. Meet Chadley, a 15-year-old research trainee working under Professor, Ho- Professor Hojo. Hojo. I don't know how you say his name. Hojo. He's researching new types of materia and needs a little help from Cloud. You can collect battle report quests from Chadley in the Sector, sector 7 slums. He'll ask you to achieve various requirements, such as making a certain number of enemies burst or use ass- burst or use ass- assess materia a certain number of times. Complete these tasks, and he'll develop more materia that you can buy. So I, I guess they're both. Hmm. I think they're both side quests. I was confused about this, so I was wondering if you could tell me. But it seems like they are both side quests, yeah. separate from. Well, the that's main how thing. it should be. I wouldn't want because you're starting to worry me. This is not a game. This should not play out like, I mean, I guess they can make it work, but like, this is not a game where you should go on quests. It's just one continuous thing. Let the story just kind of guide you as opposed to like being like, Ooh, your next quest is like Like the Witcher or something. Exactly. I mean, they could probably do it in such a way that it would work, but I'm yeah, those both sound like optional side quests. And it makes sense that they're adding them since this is just Midgar. But well, again, yeah, they keep saying that they're going to take Midgar. Yeah. Just, but like, again, somebody said it looked like there might be a boss fight that would be in Midgar that wasn't until later in the original game to, I don't know. But I don't even know what it was, and I didn't because I, I didn't look because I didn't want it. Right, but yeah. I'm so hyped for it. I just, I'm going to plow through Resident Evil 3 that week. 
before oh, seven God. comes yeah, out. I keep forgetting about that. I'm excited. I can't wait. That's it for the news. Now it's time for the wrap up. Speaking of Colin, Twin Breaker is out March 24th. It's going to be 10 bucks. PS4 and Vita, two separate trophy lists. He said it's a fun platinum. It's not a cheap, easy platinum. And I knew it wouldn't be because he's always like, he hates these games that I play. Really? He's like, those shouldn't count as platinums. Like, Sony, you got to stop letting people just put out a game for five bucks. Basically, just Selling so people platinums. can get the platinum. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to get it. I'm excited to see. It's a it's a brick breaker game with a yeah. story and everything. I'm excited for it. Half-Life Alex has a date, March 23rd. They're trying to get the drop on Colin. Uh, for some reason, Untitled Goose Game won Game of the Year at DICE this year. It's so funny. Wario tweeted out like all the Game of the Year winners at DICE. And even if you just go back the last three years, it was like, I think 2016, Uncharted 4. 2017, Breath of the Wild. 2018, God of War. 2019, Goose Game. It's like one of these things is not yeah. like the other. It's fine. Like I'm happy for them, I guess. But like, what the hell? It, yeah. I guess it just shows you what a weird year. 29th and Death Stranding won sound design. It didn't win soundtrack or whatever, which I was surprised at. And then it won like technical achievement or something. It didn't win direction. I think Control got direction. But I'm like, I just don't get the the little time that I finally got to play the game. I was like, this isn't as fun as I thought it would be. No, it got old quick. It doesn't control well. It's not fun, but I'm I'm happy for them. The Last of Us Part Two is now in quote the final stretch of production, and it will be playable at PAX East. Hmm. Logan, let us know. Neo Two has gone gold. It's coming out in March. Or do you think you'll give that a try? I mean, now you got Bioshock. I don't know much about it. No, I but mean, I mean, even- uh, sorry, I meant Neo One. Since we have that for free, or you should have it for free. I, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. I guess I didn't realize it was a Souls yeah. type of game. Yeah, it's not by them though. No, it's Team Ninja, the guys that did the new style of Ninja Gaiden games and stuff. Okay. I don't know. Um, I may check it out. I'd have to look into it. Yeah. See, I'm not. When I know when you were saying um, last time I was on the podcast, uh, I was talking about what like looking for another Bloodborne, yeah, you know, game to play, and you had mentioned Sekiro, and I started looking into it, and maybe it's the kind of thing that if I actually played it, I would enjoy. But I was looking into it, and it's like you can like do almost like Metal Gear, like peeking around corners and stuff, and you don't like. I don't even think enemies have like a health bar. You just like just attack. All you do is like dodge and parry. You're basically just trying to break their guard, and then it's boom, you stab one them and they're kill. dead. Yeah. I don't know. It just, I don't know. I'm sure one game of the year, so I'm sure it's there's giant mutant chickens in it. Well, that, that's that something. tickles your fancy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I might check it out. Not anytime soon though. Yeah. Switch online updates. Skipped one. I, I'm going to do it in the art because I've actually got a did you know that goes into that. So yeah. that's right. okay. The NES is getting uh, Shadow of the Ninja and Eliminator Boat Duel. And the Super Nintendo is getting Poppin' Twin B. What the hell is that? And Smash Tennis. These Thanks, are Nintendo. Awful. Why? Thanks. I, for the life of me, I will never understand why A, these come out so slowly, and B, why are they choosing these games? If you had the option of 
Switch Online or Virtual Console, I get it, because then you want people to just buy the games for 5 or $7 or whatever. But when there's no other way to play these things on the Switch, and you're obviously not going to put the Virtual Console on there three years after it came out, just put them all freaking on there. It's so stupid. You've got all the ROMs. It's it's literally it's like a copy and paste. Come on. Yeah, it's terrible. And then last, the Modern Warfare Battle Roy. That is hard to say. Let me try that again. Modern Warfare Battle Royale mode has leaked. Shocking. Who's the guy in Death Stranding? Guillermo del Toro. There you go. When I'm not drinking, it's much easier <laughs> to say. Uh, I think it's called Warzone. Big surprise there. Um, Sean, did you know that I have a did you know for this week? I did because you said that. Modern Warfare 2019. Sean, did you know that in the mission Clean House, you got this far. That's the one in the townhouse. The ta- yeah, yeah. yeah. If you shoot the baby, you'll get a screen saying children are non-combatants and you'll be taken back to the last checkpoint. If, however, you shoot the baby three times, you get a screen saying, are you serious? <laughs> and you get kicked back out all the way to the missions, mission map screen. So it completely takes you out of the mission. Like, don't shoot the baby. <laughs> yes, agreed. Wow. Don't shoot the baby. I just yeah. think it's funny that they actually it, it actually pops up on screen and says, are you serious? That's pretty funny. Yeah. I like it. That's it for episode 169 of the two-player co-op podcast. Thank you all so much for being here. Of course, you know you can find us on nerd901.com where we are connecting. They are connecting nerds across the Mid-South and the multiverse. It's not going to stand like that. It's going to stand like that. (laughs) Uh, Also, check out our buddy Ernie, the Blur Without Fear, youtube.com slash Blur Without Fear. He liked the suit as well. Makes me happy. The what? Oh, bat. the bat suit. Yeah, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Kevin White twenty four. He's at. I hit myself really hard. Though. <laughs> <laughs> at real Sean White together. At two player underscore no no slash co op. Patreon, Twitch, YouTube. Like the video, share the video. I, I talk about all the stuff at the beginning. You don't need to know. Go to facebook.com slash two player co op gaming. We are posting this stuff over there when I remember to. Now, hopefully, I'll keep it up. Um, that's what she said. That's it for this week. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being here for episode 169. And until the next time, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing.